Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, and this is the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. On the show, we talk about managing PCOS using proven strategies, ditching diets for good, and balancing hormones naturally. Let's get to it. Welcome back to today's episode, which is all about PCOS meal planning hacks for busy women. Now, I always say that PCOS meal planning is not a nice to have. It's absolutely a must have. When you're looking to treat your symptoms and balance your hormones, you need to have a plan. And food is a huge part of it. Obviously, this is what this entire podcast is all about. And I want you to be more strategic and thoughtful and intentional with your meal planning. And today I'm going to simplify it for you and I'm going to make it really easy for you to get started. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you think that you're too busy for meal planning, I'm going to show you that that is absolutely not the case. PCOS meal planning doesn't need to be stressful or take a lot of time. In fact, if you're doing something right now, a meal planning routine or some type of other plan that is stressing you out and causing anxiety, it's probably not the right fit for you, okay? So having a meal plan or planning your meals, prepping, having some sort of a routine and a strategy around it does not need to overwhelm you. It doesn't mean that you're spending your entire, you know, day or spare time in the kitchen. We're going to simplify things and we're going to keep them really doable. Now, if you have not yet signed up for my free workshop next week, what's going on? This workshop is going to give you the how-to for shopping for, planning, and preparing PCOS-proof meals without overwhelm, without, again, spending hours and hours in the kitchen every Sunday. We are going to work together over the course of five days to create a very doable an effective food plan for you that's not only going to feel exciting and motivating, but it's also going to address insulin resistance and treat symptoms like excessive hunger, brain fog, cravings, weight gain, missing periods, fatigue. These are all things that can be reversed with the right nutrition plan. And that's what this workshop is all about. You're going to learn exactly what to eat to feel better. And I'm going to share with you recipes and a grocery list and other resources that will make your life so much easier in terms of putting meals together. So if you'd like to get an influx of new meal ideas that are dietitian approved, learn meal prep shortcuts that simplify your life and finally know what foods work with your body and how to incorporate them in a strategic way, not just kind of randomly eating things and then second-guessing yourself and your food choices, then you absolutely need to join me for this live event. So you can pause the episode right now and go to daphnachazen.com forward slash master meals. The show notes also have the link ready for you to click. Or as soon as we're done here and you're finished listening to today's episode, I want you to go over there and sign up, save your spot. This is only available for people who register. So daphnachazen.com forward slash master meals. All right, so back to today's episode. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. And like I said, we're talking about quick, helpful tips for busy women who want to prioritize their health but have no clue where to start and what to do. If that's you, I see you, I get you, but also I don't want your busy schedule to push you 
to the bottom of the priority list because that means that you're not doing the basic things that your body needs as a person with PCOS, like eating a good quality diet or getting enough food in your system or taking the time to look at your plate and see if you're including enough protein or veggies or whatever. These are the basic things. And when we're busy, those basic things can seem like a luxury that we just don't have time for. But the reality is, and the problem is that over time, we get used to having no time to do very simple things like the ones I just mentioned, and that becomes our routine, right? We accept it as a reality. So we're not paying attention to what we're eating, we're not listening to our body, we're not prioritizing nutrition, And that's not good for symptoms. That's not good for your hormones. That's going to worsen everything. And when you are ready to do something about it, you may feel like you're not even starting from square one. You're starting from negative 20, right? You're starting from a place that's really hard to bounce back from. Now, obviously, it's not impossible, but I see women all the time, women who work with me, that time has gone by. They've forgotten the basic things that they need to do. They don't even know where to start. It's been so long since they prioritize themselves that they just don't know what to do, okay? So it could definitely be a slippery slope to adopt this identity of, well, I'm too busy to figure this out, and we just let things slide from there. I believe, and I know for a fact, because I've seen women do it, and this is what I teach, I know that busy women can still prioritize their health. There are things that you could do and areas that you could focus on in order to not let things go too long or in order for you to have some sort of a plan that fits into your lifestyle that still honors the fact that you're very busy and you don't have hours and hours in your day to spend on meal prep and food and all of that. But still, you're actually doing something that's productive and effective for your health and you're not letting it go and putting it on the back burner until things slow down because life does not slow down. Everyone is busy and you're always likely going to be busy and there's always going to be something that needs your attention and it's going to become the priority. So how do we balance that? Well, today I'm going to give you some strategies that I know can fit into your day. And if you pay attention to these things and be intentional with how you perform them in your day, you can see great results. Okay, so the first hack I want to share with you is putting 10-minute time blocks on your schedule one or two times per day. I want you to find that time. It's there. Trust me, it's there. You just got to find it. This can be absolutely life-changing because here's the thing. Well, how does this even relate to meal planning or prepping? Well, this is a time block that can be used to do things that make your life easier in terms of food prep or to sneak in healthy habits that tend to fall through through the cracks. So I'm going to give you lots of examples. So you can use this time for very simple, obvious things like filling up a water bottle, writing down a 24-hour plan. If you don't know what that is, you absolutely need to be in one of my programs because this is something that I teach. You can be creating a grocery list in 10 minutes. You could probably create more than a grocery list. You can even place an order in 10 minutes. We tend to think that these things take a long time, but they actually don't. If you're focused, you could do a lot in 10 minutes, okay? If you're someone who's working from home, this can be a time that's used for cutting up some fruit, maybe for your afternoon snack or post-dinner snack. You could be assembling a salad for later very quickly. In 10 minutes, it could absolutely be done. Or you could be defrosting something healthy for dinner or even throwing some pre-cut 
veggies and chicken breast with some store-bought sauce into the crock pot and you have a dinner that's cooking while you go about the rest of your day. Or again, this doesn't have to be used for meal planning or prepping. You could use it for non-food stuff as well. So just as a side note, you could take a 10-minute walk outside. You could be listening to music, doing something relaxing, writing in your journal. You could be doing a lot of different things. If you are struggling with meal planning and having a routine of meals that are solid and healthy and you find yourself ordering out a lot or not knowing what to eat, I would spend those 10 minutes on some type of prep. And again, in the workshop, I'm going to give you a lot of ideas and show you how it's done. But one or two 10-minute blocks on your schedule every single day can absolutely change the game. And you're going to gain efficiencies as you do it, meaning what takes you 10 minutes today may only take you four minutes a month from now, right? So I want you to think about this as well. You're going to get better at this as time goes on, and you're going to be able to accomplish a lot in those one or two 10-minute blocks. And listen, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, is this really going to make a difference? How is this going to even impact anything This is where it's at. Trust me, the small stuff, the stuff you do every day for 10 minutes is what's going to accumulate and make a big difference. Most people don't even bother with that kind of stuff, but you're not most people. If you're able to stay consistent with this type of stuff, you're going to see major results in a few short weeks or months. Again, it's not about the big dramatic changes, it's the day-to-day small stuff. This is where you want to pay attention. So I want you to put a 10-minute block on your schedule for the next few days and don't use this time to scroll social media, okay? Do something to help you plan your food day. And again, I'd love to hear what you decide to do with this time. And if you actually try to implement this, I'm telling you, this is worth a try. And if it doesn't work for you, don't bother, but at least give it a shot. Try it. See what happens. Okay, the next hack that I have for you is to streamline your meals and narrow down your options. Here's the thing. Having a ton of ideas and options can overwhelm us. So if you ever go down the cereal aisle in the store and there's a lot of different types and you're like, oh, forget it. I don't want to get cereal. That's because decision fatigue is part of human nature. When we have too many options, we really have a hard time making a decision. So if you're someone who's, for example, collecting recipes on Pinterest and you never do anything with those pins. You know what I'm talking about, right? You just have these like beautiful boards of different recipes, but you're just collecting them. You're never actually doing anything with them. It's probably because it's hard to choose. We have decision fatigue. So what I want you to do, the same thing happens with meals. I want you to simplify your options and keep them pretty narrow each week. What this is going to do is it's going to help you feel more planned out and it's going to give you a routine to follow so that you don't have to think about food and you don't have to reinvent the wheel when it's time to eat. So I want you to write down two breakfasts and two lunches to alternate for the next week. Don't worry, you're not going to get bored. You're going to have the opportunity to switch things around next week if it doesn't work for you, or you can even start with a three-day rotation, okay? So for the next three or four days, you're rotating, alternating the same two breakfasts, the same two lunches, plus you can keep some flexibility in there. So let me give you an example. 
Let's say you decide to have an omelet for breakfast as one of your options. You can then decide if you want to change up the veggies you include in your omelet, or maybe you use different toppings, different flavors. So maybe one day you add peppers and onions and then top it with salsa for something that's more like Mexican flavors. And then another day you do the same omelet, but you add tomatoes and spinach and top it with crumbled feta cheese. I don't know. This is just off the top of my head. So you can see how two omelets can become two different flavors, two different types of meals, and you keep it interesting that way. So you can change up the flavors, but you have a solid protein choice that you know meets your body's needs and you don't have to think about it, right? So you can still keep it interesting, but streamline the options. Decide on your protein choices and decide on the main components of your meal in advance and make it a point to stick with your choices for a few days in a row. This is gonna streamline everything and simplify your life so, so much. So one or two options for breakfast, one or two options for lunches, and then you rotate those. And if you're finding yourself skipping meals or not getting to eat the food that you're planning, you absolutely need a portable option that you can take with you to avoid skipping meals. And I'm going to talk about some of those options in a little bit. So stay tuned. Okay, the next strategy I have for you today is to have a set rotation of dinner themes. Again, you're taking the thinking out of it. So maybe you decide that Mondays are your sheet pan dinner days, and then Tuesday is crock pot, and Wednesday is leftovers, and Thursday you're tired, so you're doing something really easy like soup and salad, and you can take help from the store. I'm going to talk about that in a second. And then Friday is pizza night. Like if you keep some sort of a rotation like that that's scheduled, and you know the type of meal that you're eating, that's going to take a lot of the thinking out of it and streamline your prep process. And of course, you want to diversify your protein options to get different nutrients. I'm going to talk about all of that in the workshop, but you can play around with the protein options and with the veggie types that you're using, but the type of meal stays the same. And that helps you to establish a routine. And like I said before, the more you do this, you're going to also gain efficiencies over time in the process. So it's not going to take you as long long or be as hard to pull those meals together. And of course, if you hit on a winner that your family likes and you like and was easy to prep, you're going to double up the amount and freeze it for next time, right? So these are things that as you go along and you practice, you're going to learn and you're going to get into a groove with it. And that's the whole point. That's when it becomes a habit and part of your lifestyle. Okay, number four is to stock up on portable items, especially if you tend to skip breakfast or get overly hungry between lunch and dinner. These are going to be really important, things that you can take with you. So maybe you invest in a cute little cooler bag or you use things that don't even require refrigeration like nuts and seeds or protein bars. Those are fine too, but you wanna have things that are pre-portioned things that you can carry with you easily. They're grab and go. You don't need to really prep anything. And when you open your fridge or pantry in the morning, you can just take them and be out the door. So things like string cheese, single serve pouches of peanut butter, and maybe some high fiber crackers, maybe pre-portioned nuts and dried fruit, protein bars, right? These are things that you want to carry with you because that's going to allow you to remain in control of your appetite and your energy levels and not be vulnerable or prone to binging or impulsive eating. A lot of times when people eat impulsively, it's because they get too hungry. 
And maybe you don't even skip meals, but you still get overly hungry between your meals, right? That's very common with insulin resistance. So if you're finding yourself constantly hungry, even though you ate a meal, you need to rely on some of these portable items, but ideally they're going to have a certain balance of nutrients that's not going to worsen insulin resistance and spike your blood sugar, of course. So you want to choose smartly. Now, the other side of this is also related to prepping your meals, and that's taking help from the store. So stocking up on portable items, things that are already kind of made for you, that are pre-portioned, they're ready to go. And in the same vein, taking help from the store on things that require more prep on your end. So things like pre-chopped produce, pre-seasoned proteins, maybe some pantry staples. Again, I'm going to be showing you a lot of those in the workshop next week. Steamable bags of veggies, right? Take help from the store. Yes, it costs a little bit more. If you're able to afford it, that's great. If not, maybe you pick and choose. You look for things that are on sale and you think about the things that are really hard for you to prep. And maybe those are the things that you choose to invest in. Of course, it's a personal choice, and I'm not going to assume that everyone can afford this. But at the end of the day, if it's going to help you get healthier and stay on track, it's an investment in your health. And I know that you're committed to that. And so if you can take help from the store, if you stock up on portable items, these are all things that can help you manage your appetite, save you time, and keep your blood sugar balance and energy levels stable when you're on the go and busy. Okay, and last but certainly not least is batching ingredients, not meals. So here's the thing. Instead of batching meals for the week and, you know, getting tired of the choices that you've made or not being in the mood for a certain meal on Thursday that you made on Sunday, right? We've all been there. You don't want to get tired of your meals. You want to avoid flavor fatigue. And that happens a lot when people do kind of the Sunday meal prep. You want to be able to have some options and have a good starting point with your meal prep, but not necessarily put together the whole meal. And you do this by prepping just the ingredients that make up the meals, kind of like the building blocks of the PCOS meal and not necessarily the full thing. So what I mean by this is maybe you're batch cooking some protein. Maybe you're buying a rotisserie chicken. You're not even cooking it. You're buying it and you're pulling it off the bone. Or maybe you saute a pound of ground turkey with very simple seasoning, maybe just salt and pepper, and you keep it in the fridge for the week. And then you can put different meals together from that protein. Okay, the same can be done with a high fiber starch. So you could batch some roasted sweet potatoes or another type of root vegetable or a cooked grain like quinoa or brown rice. And then this is where sauces, dressings and spices are going to be the main event, right? You can change up the flavor of those ingredients that you batched completely when you use different sauces and spices and seasonings. Okay, so let me give you another example here. So let's say you took a rotisserie chicken, you pulled it off the bone, and you also batch cooked some rice. These two ingredients, with the addition of vegetables, of course, can become a really nice stir fry. So you can use a low-sodium, store-bought soy sauce or stir-fry sauce or whatever it is that you like to use in this situation and make a big-ass stir-fry that can feed you for two or three meals. But that same combination of ingredients can become a Greek grain bowl, okay? So again, I'm pulling this out of thin air, but let's say you took the rice, you made a grain bowl, you put it on the bottom, you put some chicken and vegetables, you add some olives and lemon juice and maybe some oregano or Greek goddess dressing, a salad dressing that is, I'm sure you're familiar with it, Trader Joe's has it and a lot of grocery stores. 
that can become a totally different flavor of a meal, right? So two different themes of meals, two different cuisines, same exact ingredients with a little bit of a tweak as far as the toppings go, okay? So you could take this a million different directions. And batching the ingredients is going to give you options. You're not going to be locked into one specific meal, but you're also not starting from scratch when it's time to eat. You already have some sort of a starting point because those ingredients are ready to go. Does that make sense? I hope so. This is a strategy that's very effective. My clients use it very frequently and it just works. And it gives you peace of mind that you know you're using the right ingredients for your body, but you're not working too hard and kind of scratching your head every time dinner rolls around. Okay, so because today's episode is all about being busy and saving time and being efficient with your time, we're gonna keep it pretty short. I just taught you five different hacks These are just the tip of the iceberg. I'm going to go deeply into a lot of these strategies and so much more, give you examples, give you recipes, give you a lot of support resources so that you can actually implement this and get my support along the way. But let's recap before I tell you a little bit more about the workshop. So we talked about 10 minute blocks on your schedule. We talked about streamlining your options, rotating dinner themes, taking help from the store and relying on portable items. And then number five was batching ingredients, not meals. Now, of course, you don't have to do all of these right away. I always want to remind you that the best thing to do is to pick the low-hanging fruit. Go with one thing that you can easily do right now. Practice that for a week, two weeks, however long it takes you to master it, and then move on to the next thing, okay? So you don't have to overwhelm yourself. Do it gradually. That's going to be the best chance of making it sustainable. Now, like I said, if you want help and support along the way, plus additional strategies to put meals together like a PCOS Pro, I want to see you inside the workshop next week. We're going deeply into all of these strategies and a lot more. You're going to get some tips and tricks from me for doing this very effortlessly. And I want to make sure that we connect there and you join me. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to work together for five days. You're going to walk away feeling so excited about your food and having a plan that doesn't only check off all the nutrition boxes for PCOS. It's also going to be very doable and very flexible, which I know is something that's important to you. So go save your spot, daphnachazen.com slash master meals. You do need to register. I'll put it in the show notes below as well. And I cannot wait to see you there. Bye for now. 